Hi, this is Greg Kilstrom. Welcome to season three of the Agile World, where we discuss customer and employee experience, organizational and workforce transformation, and how business can adapt and continually improve in an Agile age. The Agile World podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full stack technology services, talent services, and real world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed in this show, you can go to my website at theagile.world and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, The Agile Workforce, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom and I'm the host of the Agile World podcast. When is the right time to start or buy a business? Today, we're gonna talk about entrepreneurship in the midst of a global pandemic. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Dominic Rinaldi, Managing Partner at Sun Acquisitions. First, uh, Dominic, why don't you tell me a little bit about what you do at Sun Acquisitions? Sure. Hey, Greg, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. So Sun Acquisitions, uh, we're a 20-year-old firm, and we specialize in helping entrepreneurs buy and sell businesses. We focus on privately held companies, largely companies that have values of $50 million uh, and under. Great, great. Well, so let's 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 get started here. Um, you know, while many have lost their jobs uh, during this this global pandemic, um, and you know, business of businesses have been shuttered, many other signs in the business world are not great. Um, there's still a lot of activity, as as I think we can all we can all see. So you know, this includes entrepreneurship, M and A activity, IPOs, and more. From your perspective, uh, you know, what's the opportunity for entrepreneurship in the midst of a situation like this? You know, I think there is going to be tremendous opportunities. And you could look back over history and most recently at the Great Recession in 2008. And I think there were, would be a lot of people who um, probably started in entrepreneurship back then who would, you know, come on your show and talk about what great timing that was for them uh, to either, you know, buy or start a business. And I, I see this as, you know, a tremendous opportunity. If you're in the right position, uh, both from a, a cash perspective and, uh, you know, you're psychologically ready for the challenges that um, business ownership and entrepreneurship have, uh, I think this is a great opportunity. So why would someone um, buy a company versus start one from scratch? You know, I, I think unless you are looking to build a side hustle or you're okay uh, working something for a long time and incubating it to see if there's, you know, any going to be any traction, I, I believe that buying is a much safer bet uh, with any investment that you're going to make. And, and I say that for a number of reasons. When you think about buying an existing business versus starting one from scratch. When you buy one, you get uh, ongoing revenues, hopefully ongoing profits, trained employees, uh, product or services that are tried and true, uh, clients, vendor relationships, maybe banking relationships that you can take over. Uh, processes and systems. So you have all of these things. And I'll tell you, I guarantee you any business that you look to buy, there are going to be warts. It's not going to be perfect. But if there's a solid foundation there, uh, 
that you can bring your skill sets and your experiences and your talents to to maybe take to the next level. Um, you're not having to start from scratch. You're not having to figure out if clients are going to like what you've built, uh, if uh, anybody's going to follow you, if you can, you know, get employees to come on board. You could spend months, years trying to gain traction. In the meanwhile, burning through whatever capital you you set aside to do this, and you're not pulling in any revenue or or cash flows uh, to support that. So I, I think, and and when you look at the mortality rate of startups, it's a little over fifty percent that fail inside of three years. And if you take that out to five years, it's the vast majority of startups that fail. So versus buying an existing business that's been around and has a track record. Your odds that that business is gonna gonna survive are are pretty good. What when when someone is acquiring, what should people take a look? You know, what should they look out for um, when when they're considering an acquisition? So whether you're an individual entrepreneur or a small investor group making your first acquisition, or you're somebody who owns a company and you want to grow through acquisition, uh, I always tell people that you need to really prepare. The, in my, you know, several decades of helping people buy and sell businesses, and I've been involved in over 300 M&A transactions, the big thing that I see time and time again is people fail to properly prepare. And what does that mean for somebody looking to buy? Well, it starts with what are you trying to achieve? Uh, so many people will come to us and they know they want to buy a business in a certain geography, and they know they want a business that generates X amount of revenues and cash flows. And they tell us that they're agnostic to what sort of industry it's in, but that doesn't contemplate the fact that you may have to go and find lending for that acquisition. And a bank is is going to look at your background and try to understand why they should lend you money against that acquisition. If you don't have experience, I mean, it doesn't make you know sense. The bank's not going to lend you money. Uh, so there's so much that goes into preparing for an acquisition beyond, you know, geography and, and what the cash flows might, might be like lining up financing, really getting crystal clear on the types of businesses uh, where you could leverage your background experiences and take, you know, to another level. Uh, understanding how you're going to conduct due diligence, um, how you would get integrated into a new business, lining up professional advisors. And I, I really recommend if this is your first time, or even if you've only done it a couple of times, surrounding yourself with smart advisors who specialize in M&A transactions. And that's every, everything from an M&A attorney, an M&A accountant, um, someone like myself, a firm that, you know, specializes in M&A transactions, whatever co other consultants that you may need, insurance people, and you really need folks who understand M&A so they can guide you and keep you away from the many, many pitfalls uh, that are, you know, apparent in a, uh, and maybe not apparent in a transaction. Are there certain types of companies that uh, you would recommend looking into just based on what's going on right now and maybe, you know, your, your thoughts on the next few months out? 
Yeah, that's a really hard question to answer. And I always start by answering that question with, you have to focus on businesses that A, are a good fit for your skills and talents, and B, that you're going to be passionate about and excited about running. And so independent of what's hot right now, if it doesn't fit your background and your skill set, it doesn't do you any good. So you have to start with you know, taking an inventory of yourself and, and where you think you can move needle. Now, th- that aside, uh, there are clearly right now some winners and some losers in the economy, right? I mean, you yeah. look at tech, um, you look at digital marketing, uh, you look at IT, uh, you look at healthcare. Sectors like that are uh, smoking hot. Yeah. You know, yeah. retail. Um, is obviously, I mean, that's been in decline. Um, some sectors in manufacturing are really tough, while others are actually, are, you know, are seeing a rebound. So, um, you know, there are some really great sectors to be focused on. But again, if you don't have the background and experience or your skill set isn't transferable and you can't move the needle, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't spend a minute li- thinking about it. What I do is I brainstorm with a bunch of advisors to see, you know, what sectors, you know, are possible for you to look at and start there and then start doing your homework uh, to hone in on a couple that you think, you know, would really be exciting for you. I, I like I like the way you put it. I mean, you know, whether it's hot or or not, it's got to be something that you can really put your heart and soul into as well. So I like that. Um, seasoned entrepreneurs have overcome a lot of the unknowns and anxieties associated with starting a company or acquiring one for the first time. But with a new set of entrepreneurs, there's sure to be a lot of people out there looking for good information. Um, where would you suggest that, you know, that these people start looking when they're evaluating businesses? And, you know, I think you've already given some great advice, but, you know, what, what are some resources that, that could help, uh, you know, new potential entrepreneurs? Well, you know, obviously, you know, the Internet is a tremendous source, right? Um, Googling, um, you know, industry um, trends. So, you know, if you hone in on an industry, really important to understand what's happening in that industry from many angles. What's the competition look like? What are the future prospects for that industry? What's happening with margins in that industry? Uh, labor. How easy is it to get labor? So there, there are some sectors out there right now. You literally, our clients cannot find good a good labor force, um, and it is one of the biggest challenges to growing their business. And so they're actually acquiring other businesses for the sole purpose of of being able to acquire uh, good capital, human capital resources. Uh, you know, trades are a great example. You know, companies you know, like uh, heating and ventilation companies plumbing, uh, things like that, very difficult to find people who want to enter uh, those professions. And so those companies almost have a governor on growth because they can't find good workforce. So, you know, really doing your industry resource from many different angles to figure out what what's going on. And, you know, you can go beyond the Internet and try to get your hands on some uh, research reports uh, there are a number of companies out there that uh, sell research reports or, you know, libraries are a tremendous resource um, for free information. Many libraries uh, actually give you access to research platforms for free as as part of your um, 
library application. So, you know, there's tons of ways to get research. And then professionals, obviously, accountants and attorneys, uh, speaking to people in that industry. Uh, I always think that uh, talking to folks who are operating in a specific industry uh, to get their unvarnished opinion about what's going on is a, is a great way, uh, you know, to get, get ahead of the curve. So you really, you know, it's, it's, um, it's rolling up your sleeves and, and really diving in and trying to figure out what, what's going on. And then once you're comfortable with an industry, you then have a lot more research to do, right? Who are the companies? Are there good targets? Uh, people who want to potentially sell their businesses and then, you know, how would you go about analyzing those businesses? And, uh, and that's a whole, you know, the, you're going to need completely different resources for all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you've, um, you know, you've helped a lot of companies and a lot of individuals in, in M&A activity and, and, and things like that. What do you, um, I guess what's the what's a common theme of questions or things that would be helpful, you know, when when someone comes to you and, and is interested, what what would be helpful for them to have kind of thought through a little bit before they before they would start working with you? You know, so uh, clearly what their acquisition criteria is, is is very important, you know, really understand, um, you know, what you're what you're trying to acquire. You, you need to also understand your risk um, tolerances because mm, yeah. uh, small business, uh, you know, we're talking about businesses with, you know, annual sales and enterprise values largely under 50 million. So that's small business. You know, what's your risk tolerance um, to own and operate a business like that? How much of your own capital are you willing to really risk? in an investment uh, to acquire a business. You know, so you may be sitting on a million dollars, but you may not want to, you know, risk that entire amount. So how much of it are you willing to risk? Um, Understanding what your debt capabilities are. So, you know, banks are going to look at uh, a buyer and try to understand um, what their global, there's a term called global, um, uh, cash requirements are. And so they're, they're going to look at that and, and based on their analysis of you, they're going to figure out how much they're really willing to lend you at the end of the day. Now, w- what's important in that is they need to understand the target company and, and the cash flows and revenues of that target company and so on and so forth. But banks can still look at you isolated and say, okay, we think you know, you're capable of borrowing X amount of money. Uh, they'll even go as far as you know, give you some industries that they think are a good fit based on your background. So understanding that is really important because the last thing you want to do, unless you want to raise money from other people, and that's a whole different kettle of fish, you know, taking on yeah, partners yeah. and raising money. Um, but, you know, the last thing you want to do is be out in the marketplace, you know, looking for $20 million businesses when you really can only afford $2 million businesses. Yeah. yeah. So understanding that is, is really important. And then some of the other things that I mentioned earlier, having, you know, the right team in place so you can act quickly, because right now the M&A market is incredibly active. Uh, there are so many buyers chasing fewer deals because there are fewer healthier, healthier companies. So unless you do this work up front, uh, you, 
you're going to maybe lose out on opportunities. In fact, I spoke to a friend today um, who was chasing an, an opportunity and um, there were multiple bids. He, you know, he was the fourth bidder on that business uh, and he was a little slow and he lost out on that business. And that is not uncommon right now. Many of our good businesses are getting multiple offers. So you, you, know, so you want to have your house in order and be ready to, to act quickly when you do see, see the right opportunity. And I'll tell you, uh, Greg, that's one of the reasons we started our sister company uh, earlier this year, Sun Acquisitions, which is you know purely an M&A firm. We help people buy and sell when they're ready to buy and sell. Well, we started K2 Advisor uh, earlier this year. And the purpose of that company is to help buyers and business owners prepare for an, act an acquisition or a sale. Um, and so that, you know, when they do get to the point where they're, you know, out in the marketplace, either buying or selling, they know that they're ready. They've, they've got the confidence that they're going to maximize their return and minimize their risks. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that, that's interesting. And I mean, that was, that was one of the things I was going to, going to ask you as well is just, um, you know, what are the ways that you, you know, you work with companies? I know you talked a little bit, of, you know, at the very beginning, but you know, it, of the, of the challenges that someone runs into and, you know, sort of the stages of, of the process, where, where are the areas where, uh, where you and, and your companies, it sounds like there's, there's more than one are, are able to help. You know, so let me just say that uh, the pitfalls exist throughout the process. It's incredible. You know, I've yeah. I've never done a deal that in all my years of doing it, and I've been personally involved in over 300, I've never done a deal that has gone smoothly from beginning to end. It just, they just don't exist. It, yeah. it, it's, in, you know, it just happens, right? And so the pitfalls are everywhere. And so um, on the M&A side, when you're ready to buy and sell, uh, we're we're very high touch. We're there every step of the way with you. We're there to prevent you you falling into those pitfalls, or when you do, help you get out. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so you know that's very high touch. Um, on the on the K two advisor side, um, we we do coaching, and so we try to educate people about each of the phases and what's likely to happen and and you know how they can secure the best outcome but honestly even even with that um there are so many nuances to m a transactions you need to know that you've got a good team around you because even the best coaching you can't cover everything because there's so just so many variables when yeah. you do a transaction but um, I think to put a bow on it, you know, we, we try to educate people as much as we can so that their eyes wide open. And the biggest advice we tell people is there's no perfect deal. You're going to hit uh, uh, speed bumps all along the way. Have a good team around you and and then you, you'll have the confidence and the peace of mind that you're, you know, you're doing a good transaction. Yeah. No, and by the way, I, a good advisor is somebody that's willing to tell you to walk away from a deal. I just told a client this last night. Um, they were looking at a deal. They own a company, and they and they wanted to do a vertical integration. I, I looked at the I looked at the financials of the target company, and I, and I put them through a, a questionnaire. And 
it, it just wasn't making any sense, especially, you know, what the client, what the target company was asking uh, for the purchase price. And, and my advice to the client was, I, I just think you need to walk away from this deal. It's, it's not right unless they're willing to be completely open-minded about value. And he went back and sure enough, they were not and and he's walking away from the deal. Yeah, no, that's, that's real. That's, that's great to, to mention as well. Cause yeah, I've, um, I mean, I think that, that consistent, I mean, first of all, I think the consistent presence throughout the process is really important. So there's, you know, so that someone gets not just quick, um, quick bites of information or, or anything like that, but, you know, a, a guidance throughout the process, but also, yeah, I've, I've been through that as well, where, you know, I've had some, um, some deals that looked really, really good, you know, for the first couple of weeks. And then, you know, the more you dive into it, it just, it's as much as you want to make it work, or maybe you have a, a vision of how it might work. Ideally speaking, it just, the, the numbers don't add up. So that's, I mean, it's, it's great to hear that. Exactly. Well, um, Dominic, thanks so much for joining. This has been a, a great conversation. Um, for those uh, listening to the show, what's the best way for them to learn more about what you're doing and, and keep up with you? Yeah, I, I think the best way to uh, to learn about anything related to buying, selling a business is uh, visit our website, um, sun, S-U-N, acquisitions.com uh, or K2 Advisor. That's K, the number two, A-D-V-I-S-E-R.com. Uh, tons of free resources, by the way, on both of those websites, uh, e-books and assessments, um, and our podcast, M&A Unplugged, which is available on all of the major platforms, or uh, you can access all the episodes on our K2 Advisor website as well. Wonderful. Well, again, I'd like to thank Dominic Rinaldi, Managing Partner at Sun Acquisitions, for joining the show. Thanks for listening to The Agile World with Greg Kilstrom. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to The Agile World Podcast, brought to you by Tech Systems. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can learn more and get a copy of my latest book, The Agile Workforce, from my website at theagile.world.